Hey everybody! You are listening to the Creative BioLevs podcast, the show that introduces the basics about stem cells and their broad applications. Please contact us if you have any questions or suggestions. And don't forget to subscribe to follow the latest updates. Welcome, dear listeners. Today's guest is still our favorite, Dr. Benjamin Smith. Let's give a warm welcome to this renowned scientific journal editor. Could you please say hello to the audience, Dr. Smith? Glad to see you again, dear listeners. Thank you for the invitation, Connie. Allow me to provide a brief background introduction at the beginning of the show. The regenerative potential of the adult mammalian brain is significantly reduced compared to that of the developing brain. However, both cell proliferation and neurogenesis can occur in the adult brain. In the adult central nervous system, cells capable of generating neurons and glia in vivo and in vitro have been identified. As scientific knowledge advances, our understanding of the factors regulating stem cell proliferation and neurogenesis in the adult brain has improved, and methods to repair damaged brains have been developed. These methods include transplantation of cultured cells or induction of endogenous neurogenesis in selected neuronal populations. These advancements may lead to the emergence of new therapeutic strategies. Today, we will discuss the evidence for the presence of neural stem cells in the adult brain, and Dr. Smith will introduce some characteristics of neural stem cells. Where shall we begin, doctor? I would like to start by reviewing the history of stem cells in the adult central nervous system. Studies dating back to the 1960s have demonstrated neurogenesis in the adult mammalian brain. However, cells with stem cell properties were not isolated from adult neural tissue until much later. In the early 1990s, it was reported that cultured cells from the striatum of adult rodents gave rise to neurons and glial cells, effectively demonstrating their multipotentiality. Subsequent studies identified stem cells localized more specifically to the striatum, as well as proliferating cells residing in the subventricular zone, which may have been included in some early cultures due to its proximity to the striatum. Since then, many reports have identified cells from adult animals with the potential to generate neurons and glial cells isolated from various locations in the central nervous system, including the spinal cord, hippocampus, neocortex, and striatum. The self-renewal ability of these cells was reported in 1996, confirming their characteristics as stem cells when grown in vitro. Researchers have since been searching for stem cells in the body, with some success. Thank you for the introduction. As far as I know, some in vivo studies have suggested that stem cells exhibit glial characteristics. These findings originated from studies on neurogenesis in adult birds and have since extended to both adult and developing mammals. These observations expand our understanding of the functions of glial cells and help elucidate how neurons are produced in the adult brain. Could you provide a detailed clarification? Certainly. We can explore the glial characteristics of neural stem cells from two perspectives, radioglial cells and astralia. Let me briefly introduce radioglial cells first. Radioglial processes appear to serve as migratory guides for adult-generated neurons, aiding in their migration to the rostral forebrain. 
The spatial and temporal relationship between radioglia and new neurons allows radioglial cells to function as stem cells, generating both glial cells and neurons. I see. Are there additional pieces of evidence supporting the notion of glia as neural stem cells? Yes, indeed. Retroviral lineage studies have provided more direct evidence for glial cells acting as neural stem cells in the avian ventricular zone. These studies have demonstrated the multipotent differentiation of radioglia. In mammalian embryos, the ventricular zone generates postmitotic cells that migrate via the rostral migratory pathway during forebrain development. Moreover, there is evidence that neuronal progenitors in the forebrain of embryonic animals are radioglial cells. During subsequent neonatal development, the radioglia of the ventricular zone disappears and is replaced by multiciliate ependymal cells lining the walls of the mature lateral ventricles. Simultaneously, mitotically active cells emerge in the subventricular zone, displaying ultrastructural characteristics of radioglia and expressing markers specific to radioglial cells. These pieces of evidence indeed demonstrate that glial cells can function as neural stem cells. So, how are cells from the subventricular zone related to those from the ventricular zone? Postnatal subventricular zone progenitors exhibit properties similar to radioglial cells in the embryonic ventricular zone. This suggests that the ventricular zone can provide a self-replenishing population of adult neural stem cells to seed the mature subventricular zone. The fate of subventricular zone cells in adulthood mirrors the migratory patterns of cells generated during development, as postmitotic cells migrate anteriorly along the rostral migratory pathway. Similarities in the origin, migratory routes, and final positioning of adult-generated cells in avian species and mammals suggest the conservation of processes active in embryonic development within the germinal zones of the adult brain. Additionally, Radioglial cells may be precursors to mammalian adult neural stem cells. Thank you for the explanation. However, based on my understanding, the parallels among species and the observation of structural similarities in embryonic ventricular zone cells seem insufficient as they represent indirect evidence of radial glia serving as precursors to primary neurons. Are there any more direct pieces of evidence? Yes, indeed. Radioglia isolated through fluorescence-activated cell sorting have been observed to generate both neurons and astralia. Furthermore, in the developing rodent brain, researchers have retrovirally tagged radioglia with a green fluorescent protein. These actively dividing cells subsequently give rise to neurons, providing more direct evidence that radioglial progenitors are not unique to avian brains, but also exist as neural stem cells in mammals. If I understand correctly, radial glial cells serve as progenitor cells in the brains of adult birds, reptiles, and developing mammals. What about the adult mammalian brain? 
In the adult mammalian brain, new neurons are less likely to originate from radioglial cells, as radioglia are absent in the mature mammalian brain and are believed to differentiate into astralia during development. Therefore, a unique type of progenitor cell is expected to be present in the germinal regions of adult mammals, possibly descending from embryonic radial glial cells and retaining the self-renewing and multilineage potentials of neural stem cells in vivo. I understand. In recent years, numerous studies have demonstrated that progenitor cells in the adult mammalian brain share characteristics with Australia. How were these findings obtained? Researchers induced temporary destruction of neuroblasts and immature precursor cells in the adult brain using an antimitotic agent. As a result, some Australia in the subventricular zone survived. Shortly after cell division stopped, these Australia began to divide, and a few days later, migrating neuroblasts destined for the olfactory bulb and potentially other regions emerged. The orientation and organization of the migrating neuroblast chains resembled those in normal adult mice. Thus, Australia appear to function as neuroprogenitors both in vitro and in vivo and are essential for the restoration of germinal activity within the subventricular zone. This sounds really interesting. Are there any other regions implicated in adult germinal activity besides the subventricular zone? Yes, indeed. The subgranular zone of the dentate gyrus in the hippocampus appears to harbor cells with stem cell-like characteristics in adulthood. The subgranular zone is situated between the granule cell layer and the halus of the dentate gyrus. Australia in this region exhibits similar ultrastructural features to those in the subventricular zone. Dividing cells in the subgranular zone can be labeled with specific pyrimidine nucleosides. Studies have shown that the majority of cells generated by adults in the dentate gyrus during adulthood display an astrocyte phenotype. Moreover, there is evidence suggesting that Australia in the subgranular zone undergo a transition from a glial to a non-glial phenotype. Researchers have used antimitotic treatment to investigate whether this transition results in the generation of new neurons in adulthood. Following the treatment, some Australia survive and initiate division, similar to the effects observed in the subventricular zone. Labeled granule neurons, Australia, and oligodendrocytes have been reported to be generated through the administration of specific pyrimidine nucleosides. Thus, Australia in both the subventricular zone and subgranular zone share similar properties as neural stem cells. Thank you for sharing this valuable information. Over the past decade, research has identified cells in the adult mammalian brain with stem cell-like properties, demonstrating characteristics of glial cells. These discoveries have the potential to shed light on the fundamental mechanisms of neurogenesis and may facilitate the isolation of stem cells. We eagerly await future research in this field. It was a pleasure talking to you once again. Thank you, and have a great day. Thank you very much. Same to you.